We're bringing it all back home. Now we're going into hometowns. And meeting someone's family is huge. So don't change that channel. And we got a weather report for you. Whoa! I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Monday, August 2nd. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Bob Odenkirk says he's doing okay after suffering a small heart attack. The Better Call Saul actor, who collapsed on the New Mexico set of his show on Tuesday, thanked friends and family as well as fans for their support and well wishes via Twitter and gave an update on his condition. Odenkirk tweeted, quote, I had a small heart attack, but I'm going to be okay thanks to Rosa Estrada and the doctors who knew how to fix the blockage without surgery. Also, AMC and Sony support and help throughout this has been next level. I'm going to take a beat to recover, but I'll be back soon. Gerard Butler is suing the producers of the 2013 blockbuster Olympus Has Fallen, claiming he's owed at least $10 million in unpaid profits from the film. Butler's lawsuit names production companies New Image, Millennium Media, and Padre Nuestro Productions as defendants, claiming they, quote, have earned tens of millions of dollars from Olympus, but refuse to pay Butler a penny of the grosses and profits promised to him in the party's agreement. Butler starred in and produced Olympus Has Fallen, which earned more than $170 million at the box office. It's a customary practice in Hollywood for stars to receive a portion of movies' box office revenues, which can potentially total more than their salaries in the case of a blockbuster. To read more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Now let's shift from entertainment headlines to crime headlines for today's number three pick, My True Crime Story. VH1's new true crime series, narrated by rapper Remy Ma, features first-person stories of real people mixed up in headline-grabbing crimes. Each episode features ordinary people with good intentions who commit scandalous criminal activities and ultimately find redemption these life-changing misadventures are recounted by the people who lived through them, with stories including cases of international smuggling, drug trafficking, bank robbery, and even million-dollar jewelry heists. Here's a preview. These crimes made headlines. Now hear the real story from the masterminds themselves. I got three ounces of pure cocaine in the trunk. Monday, August 2nd. See the rise. I had never seen that much money. We need to rob another bank. The fall. She went to prison for 12 and a half years. Race absolutely played a part. And the redemption. My passion was speaking to you. Don't go down the path that I did. Because in a split second, anyone can get caught up. I felt like I got a second chance. Well, the real crime would be missing this show. Am I right? You can catch my true crime story tonight at 10 on VH1. It's trivia time. My true crime story narrator Remy Ma is known for her long-standing beef with what fellow rapper? Missy Elliott, Queen Latifah, or Nicki Minaj? Stick around for the answer. Number two. Back 
to the news for our number two pick. HBO's latest docuseries, Small Town News, KPVM Parump, explores life at a privately owned TV station in the small desert town of Parump, Nevada. The series follows the colorful cast of characters at the station, including owner Vernon Vern Van Winkle and his wife Rhonda, a singer-songwriter. With ambitious goals to expand into the Las Vegas market, Vern and his small team take on such challenges as building a new broadcasting tower, developing new ideas to generate advertising revenue, and broadening their stories beyond local interests. And in the months leading up to the 2020 presidential election, KPVM must navigate the hot political climate and its own internal political leanings while striving to remain neutral and boost viewership. Here's a preview. 2.6 million people will be able to see our broadcast. My concern is the immediate money going out. The station is barely sustaining itself. It stresses me out. All of us work together, support each other. I'm genuinely happy, but just as a side note, I have resting smile face. I'm actually 24-7. I do the dishes and I vacuum and I feed the chickens and the, that dog. If you want to be somebody in life, you got to get out and do it yourself. Even though the owner of the station, Williams Conservative, the news is trying to be as fair as we can. It's only some emergency, so you got to be willing to step up. We did have camera people at one time. What happened to them? No idea. Talk about Stranger Than Fiction. Small Town News, KPVM Parump, premieres tonight at 9 on HBO. HBO is also home to Mayor of Easttown, which is up for 16 Emmys come September. And one of those nominees is star Kate Winslet, who is our guest on today's episode of EW's The Awardist podcast. Here's a snippet of my conversation with her. I have to read this quote to you. My uh, colleague Lynette Rice recently spoke to um, Titus Welliver, and she asked him what he's been watching lately. And, and he said Mayor of Easttown. And, and here's what he said uh, almost verbatim. I've been losing my mind. I've always had tremendous respect for Kate Winslet as an actor. Her performance on Mayor of Easttown, pound for pound, may be some of the best work I've ever seen an actor do. The acting is uniformly excellent, but Winslet's performance, uh, there's a scene where she's having a consultation with her grandson's doctor, and I kept having to pause it and take it in. It's inspiring, and I would say any actor, if they haven't watched this, it should be required viewing because Kate's work in it is an absolute masterclass clinic in economy and stillness, and it's staggering. Wow, that's a really amazing thing to to hear. And actually, um, to hear those comments about that scene in particular, which was not written in the way that we ended up playing it. Um, you know, it was much more written like Mayor's just kind of giving the facts. But every time I would rehearse the scene with my husband, I kept getting really upset. And he kept saying to me, you know, you're going to have to give them some options, babe. You can't just keep getting upset. <laughs> so so I then I then just tried very, very hard to rein in the emotional um, sort of agony of really admitting that this is, this is the moment when Mare admits for the first time out loud that she was not a very good mother and that her son had things that she thought were wrong with him and that she could not fix. You know, he had mental health disorders, but yeah. she couldn't make any kind of peace with that. She just decided there was something wrong with her child and and the shame and the guilt bound up in having failed him. 
it became agony for me to even yeah. talk about because I sort of built this backstory about Mare's relationship with Kevin. It's even hard to talk about now. Mm. You know, yeah. it was mm. it was very hard to um, just, I think, just walk the line. And I just wanted it to feel real. I just wanted it to feel like these are hap- things that happen to, to people all the time. And, and, you know, I'm a mum. I've got three kids. You know, mm. we've all got our stuff. And, yeah, there was a lot of, yeah, there was a lot of tricky detail to get around in that particular scene. Gotta say, she is quite fantastic throughout the seven episodes. It is a must-watch. And this episode of The Awardist is a must-listen, if I do say so myself. Find out where Kate keeps her first Emmy, which she won a decade ago for Mildred Pierce, plus what she thinks about a possible second season of Mare, SNL's murder Dirter sketch, what happened the day her TV mom, Jean Smart, got a concussion and broke a rib while filming one scene of the series, and so much more. You can check out The Awardist wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Stay tuned. Our number one pick is coming up. What to Watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. This week in entertainment history, The Princess Diaries was released 20 years ago this week on August 3rd, 2001. The coming-of-age comedy starred Anne Hathaway, making her film debut as Mia Thermopolis, a shy high schooler who discovers she is the heir to the throne of the Kingdom of Genovia. Also starring Julie Andrews as Mia's grandmother, the Queen of Genovia, The Princess Diaries became an unexpected hit, grossing over $160 million worldwide and turning Hathaway into a star. A sequel followed in 2004, and Hathaway confirmed in 2019 that a third Princess Diaries film is still in the works. And now, time to bring it home with our number one pick, The Bachelorette. It's time for fake hometown dates this week, as Katie Fake travels to Canada, Baltimore, and New Jersey to meet the family and friends of her final three men, Blake, Justin, and Greg. Unfortunately, Justin's parents aren't able to make it, which could complicate things for him and Katie. Here's a clip from the episode. You and dad aren't here. And obviously I wish, you know, you guys could have come out to meet her and obviously it would have been good to see you guys. I just find it difficult to understand how anyone could get to know someone in this short period of time to want to propose. Okay. All right, love you. Love you too. Family is a huge part of what this week is all about. And not having my family here, it's disappointing that I wasn't able to make that happen. Um, I did unfortunately find out that my parents were not able to make it. I was a little disappointed. I was a little surprised. 
I do wonder, is Justin ready for a proposal, a marriage? You know, that's a, that's a little bit of a struggle for me. Is it just me, or is Justin's mom onto something there? Because what starts as a fairly standard hometown episode, or at least as standard as a quarantine hometown episode can be, abruptly goes sideways this week when Katie has a tense fallout with one of the guys. Rose lovers are in for one of the most intense and confounding breakups in Bachelorette history. Tune in to ABC at 8 p.m. to see how it all goes down. And now, the answer to today's trivia question. Remy Ma is known for her long-standing beef with what fellow rapper? Missy Elliott, Queen Latifah, or Nicki Minaj? The answer? Well, that would be the one also known as Roman Zelansky, Harajuku Barbie, and Chun-Li, among other alter egos. Nicki Minaj. The beef originated in 2007 with Minaj's song Dirty Money, which featured disses aimed at a fellow female rapper. Ma believed Minaj was referring to her and has released multiple diss tracks in response, including 2017's Sheether. Well, that is going to do it for today's episode. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior TV editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. Today's episode of What to Watch was written by Tyler Aquilina edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Crockmall and Carly Usden.